Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, guys, to another podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. You guys already know her. <laughs> Stacy. Yay! <laughs> so, I think that a lot of people know you through TikTok. Oh, because really? Because I feel like all your videos are pretty much viral. Uh, and I feel like you're, like, the self-love queen, the mm-hmm. raise your standards queen, the Thank no you. toxic relationship. So, I was like, we need to have her on because we need to talk more about self-love about therapy and everything so i love that thank you so much for having me and welcome to la you guys thank you it's such a pleasure having you so close i know finally we love la LA. people think because i like to like kind of not not clown on obviously but like you know cali does have its like downside yeah we do but um people think that we're we hate like on our last podcast we're like oh yeah cali but we love cali like if it wasn't so freaking expensive or traffic i would definitely move here so we love cali yeah it's expensive it (laughs) is and the traffic like i could never drive here wait have you guys seen a lot of traffic right now um, oh, right no. now, no, but there was one time when we came to visit and we were stuck in traffic for like four hours oh to go to the God. airport. Oh, yeah. And when that happened, I was like, get Come me out us. of here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty bad. But yeah. So it must have been scary when like COVID hit, it, all the streets were empty, like the highway and stuff. Honestly, the week that it hit, I already had a, um, a trip planned to Guadalajara for my business. And I will never forget, we were driving and it was like the first week that they told everybody to stay away and people listen. The freeway was so empty and the airport was so empty. It literally looked like a movie. Like I didn't believe it was real. It was what? it was pretty crazy because LA never scary. Looked, yeah, yeah, it never looks like that, and it's never looked like that since. So oh my god, things are pretty. Yeah, especially at the beginning when we didn't really know what COVID was. Everyone was just like dying, that, or that's yeah, how yeah, they yeah. made it seem. And then you see the streets are empty. Like it was that, scary. No one because I feel like. COVID had its degrees like Texas. It was always like, eh, whatever. Like, it's just the flu. And then Colorado, we were kind of in the middle. You know, it wasn't too crazy. And then Cali was like, if you guys were, had zombies or something. Yeah, it was so... Dude, yeah. seeing the empty shelves and everything, it was insane. Oh, my gosh. And oh. I think even now it's insane because yesterday we went to a restaurant and they're like, where's your vaccine card? Like, if you don't have it, you can't come in. Oh, that was I shocking. Was like, I have never in my life heard anything. Like, allá en Colorado no soy en nada de eso. Really? Yeah, so we're like... Oh, Oh my god like you have to have proof now yeah you do it's here you do crazy yeah. so we had to eat outside but <laughs> it's it's hot so it's, it was fine but yeah. that was crazy so i feel like we've been to we go from florida to colorado to california like back and forth uh-huh. and in florida yeah ni vale. they look at you weird if you have a mask yeah. on. really yes. yeah they oh, think you're crazy. like all liberal looking yeah at <laughs> but here they look at you the other way yeah yeah Yeah, so so it's it's crazy seeing like the huge change i am florida and then we go to colorado and it's like some counties like they're really strict and then there's like a county near us and they do not care either so it's like half and half and then in california it's like everyone is just like following the rules masks vaccines even walking outside when we were um George took us to like tour Calabasas yesterday. Yeah. People were walking outside with their masks on. Yeah. By like, themselves too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So it's, I just think it's so crazy to see like the whole difference. But yeah. Yeah. I think at that time it would have been scarier to be here. Yeah. Well, welcome. <laughs> this <laughs> is our lovely LA. We love it here. <laughs> we love it. But guys, we wanted to dive into two topics mainly today. Um, the first being therapy, because I'm going to tell you a little story time. Story time. <laughs> a little story time. <laughs> um, I would say, do you think it was like towards the beginning of the year when I messaged you on Instagram? I'm so bad with timing. You could have told yeah. me it was three years ago and I would say, yeah, it was yeah. three years ago. <laughs> okay, well, it was, I would say... At the beginning of this year, I DM'd Stacy because I've watched her for a while and I know that she goes to therapy and she's a huge advocate for therapy. I am. And I DM'd her and I was like, I basically just vented to you, right? Yeah. I sent you a long, long paragraph um, asking for advice and for therapy. 
And she was an angel and she just Aww. told me all her advice, gave me your therapist um, information. The office information. And I ended up going and getting therapy with um, who she recommended. And even after the first session, I was like, my head was like cleared. Oh, it helps like, so much, huh? Yes. I was like, it's it's so nice to have an unbiased opinion. Yes. Like if I talk to my mom, she wants what's best for me. So she's yeah. going to say, you know, but it was just a stranger. So I was like everyone needs to talk about this so for sure i was like that's what we have to have her on so i just want you guys to learn more about like how to get therapy and especially like if you can't afford it or yeah. what it's like to have therapy or to go to therapy when you don't have insurance and stuff like that so or your first time because people think yeah. it's like this big scary thing yeah like venting to a stranger and you're like he's gonna judge he or she's gonna judge you mm -hmm. and it's nothing like that guys it's like sometimes like you said you you need to hear it from someone else because even though our moms um or someone of best interest like want us you know give us the advice mm -hmm. we need to hear it from someone else yeah. yeah and um for the first time as well like you said it's it shouldn't be scary because i feel like people think you go and talk to them and like right away they're like tell me your deepest trauma yeah, yeah. but was that your first time go to yeah, therapy ever really yes. i had no idea yeah that's why i messaged you i was like she knows everything like i have to talk oh to her oh my goodness that's yeah. crazy that was my first time and um i was nervous because it was over zoom so i was like i don't know what to do but um basically it's like talking to a new friend yeah like you just have to introduce yourself like yeah. talk about yourself and it is scary because i thought i was like, gonna sit down and she's gonna be like well what is your deepest darkest trauma <laughs> like what do you need to uncover you know so uh -huh. i want people to like end that mindset yeah. yeah and then be more comfortable with going to therapy so yeah um my first question to you is how did you get into therapy or what was like the point in life when you were like i have to go get therapy? oh my goodness so okay so i'm a little bit older than you guys for those of you guys that don't know and first of all i'm such a huge advocate for it because i've seen the change that it's done in my life and how okay i feel with myself and i've seen the change that it's done with the people around me so like my sister started going to therapy recently and like just seeing the way people change after it i just feel like everybody can benefit from it but personally um so when i was little i grew up in mexico and when i was little i used to watch my mom sleep like literally she'd be taking a nap and i'd be like looking at her chest like rise oh and gosh. fall to make sure she was breathing and right now we laugh but i think she was probably like what the f like this weird kid like what's wrong with you you know and i don't know where that fear of my parents dying came from but i always was like if my parents die like what's gonna happen with me so i have to make sure they're living so my first memory of it was going to therapy in Mexico. I don't remember what we talked about or anything, but I, it was always normalized in my household. Like it was never something that was like, oh, you need to be ashamed of it. Like, don't talk about your feelings. Like, gracias a Dios, it was normalized. So when we moved to the U.S., I grew up in my teens. I never had access to it because we were not financially stable. Uh, my mom brought us here and we barely had money to eat and like, clothe ourselves let alone like go to a therapist and medical which is like the free services that you get um, when you're low income they make it so hard to find a therapist because you have to need it like something traumatic has have to have happened right now like cancelado pero te asaltaron okay you need therapy right you can't just go and be like that to my knowledge like oh i'm feeling sad or maybe you could i'm not sure anymore but anyway, when I was 21, um, I was dealing a lot with like an eating disorder and I never have really opened up about it like on my channel or anywhere because it's still like a triggering point for me. So I never really say like this is what it was and this is how it affected me. So I'll just say it was like an eating disorder and it was like at the peak of it. Right. So to deal with my stress and at the time I was like in a really stressful point in my life mm -hmm. I was going towards that destructive behavior and I had a friend who told me at the time she was like I'm going to therapy but she was like well off like she had money right she's like I'm going to therapy like you should find somebody and I was like how much are you paying and she's like I'm paying 250 a session I was oh like my oh gosh. My God. bitch I could never like <laughs> good for Same. you but at the time we're like I was getting paid like eight dollars an hour at borders a bookstore like I could never imagine that so she was like, well, look for some someone because there's this thing called the sliding scale in which therapist will tell you like, OK, some therapists, not all. They'll tell you how much can you afford? And let's say at the time I said I was like, oh, I could afford 50. And this was the first therapist I found on Google. He, era un señor, 
he was like an older white dude and he was like okay i'll take 50 and i was like okay cool so i guess the first thing i'll say is if you've never been to therapy you can ask therapists around you about a sliding scale in which they tell you how much can you afford and a lot of them will do it um and even a therapist that i know now she'll offer free therapy if she knows you need it yeah so you just need to like ask right so anyway when i went to this therapist it wasn't the right fit for me because i felt like anytime i would tell him something i would feel judged and the one thing about therapy is if you're feeling judged, it's not the right therapist for you. So yeah. you can know that for sure. Like yeah. these people are human. And so I do like to say, like, go to therapy, find the right fit for you. But know that not everybody's going to be the right fit. Right. And that's OK. And, you know, that kind of makes me sad because a lot of people are scared to go. Yeah. And then if they have a bad experience, they may be turned away from it yeah. permanently. Yeah. But that the tiempo. Right. So anyway, that was my first experience with it. And then eventually when I was 26, you know, I went back and forth. When I was 26, I finally got tired of being in like a toxic relationship. Like I hit like rock bottom for me and I was like, I need to find a therapist. And that's how I found Nancy, which is the therapist that I recommended to you. Um, And she was like a turning point for me because she was the first therapist in which I clicked with. And like, I felt like she was a friend and I could talk to her about anything and she pushed me to my limits, you know? And then ever since um, now I go through another therapist for insurance purposes, but yeah, that's kind of how I got started. And yeah how everything turned out wow so what would you say because i know that there's a lot of people especially in the hispanic culture that Mm -hmm. don't talk about their things or their feelings or their trauma because they don't want to be judged by anybody so what would you say your support system was like at that point like did you tell people that you were going to start going to therapy or did you just do it by yourself i think when like when i was 21 or when i was 26 either or um yeah either or so when i was 21 i had that friend who i was really close with and she was going to therapy so it kind of normalized it for me um when i was 26 i think i was just so broken from that relationship that i was like the only thing i know that might make this a little better is a professional right you know like i just was so heartbroken i literally remember like i came home from seeing that person and like my sister amy she was looking at me like i was a hot ass mess girl like i was crying on the floor like heartbroken Mm -hmm. af and she's like girl you know like you know that heartbreak yeah and i just didn't even care like what people thought about me or anything i was like i need help and something that i learned along the way was like if you pull a muscle you're gonna go to the doctor right right if your heart hurts you're gonna go to the doctor right like for a heart doctor my mind was broken because of this relationship i needed a doctor wow Uh, that's a really good way to put it yeah yeah and so when i saw it like that i was like you know like like sometimes i do sometimes (laughs) i cry about it but (laughs) sometimes yeah but at that point i think i was just so fucking heartbroken i was like i gotta go get this fixed i'm tired of dealing with this piece of caca's dude i need something to help me be strong yeah and that helped that's amazing yeah it's amazing to see that you knew that you needed help because there's a lot of people that need it but they're like no like i got it i got it yeah and i think that comes with ego yes you know like when you see yourself i don't know like i don't know that i see myself on the third person but when you're obviously in distress that's not normal you know like throwing things at a wall because you're so angry that's not normal like you need to figure out what's going on yeah you know yeah because then a lot of girls like or guys um they won't seek that help like you did and then they'll go straight to like the hot girl summer mode which is okay like you do you after a heartbreak hot girl summer but then they don't do it not not, i don't want to say the right way but do it like um, like healthy so, like healthy wise yeah, yeah because van y se acuestan con cualquier tour que se les yeah. cruce and then once like they're trying to ease over the pain they're like damn like I just caught all these bodies and now my soul is like heavier yeah and when exactly. I could have gone to a therapist she could have you know instructed me on what to do and I still have that hot girl summer yeah. but I've I've respected myself along yeah. the way you well know I mean? and you know like so when it comes to that like we all go to destructive behaviors whatever Mm -hmm. your mo is like whatever your pattern is right some people go to drinking some people go to drugs Mm -hmm. some people go to sleeping around whatever your pattern is but if you think about it that destructive behavior if you i don't know it, it must take to be some sort of 
self-reflection to have some sort of self-reflection right but when you do those destructive behaviors like when i did like the eating disorder or like those things that i was like this is gonna make me feel better after i was like i still feel like shit and now i feel more like shit because not only am i heartbroken but i also did this thing that hurts me inside you know um and so I feel like a lot of people will go through life just adding on to that pile yes. and adding on to that pile and adding on to it until eventually you hit your breaking point. So I don't think like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm better because I went to therapy. But I think my breaking point was just different. Like, yeah. no aguanto mucho. Yo la neta no aguanto mucho. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, you know. No seas como grupo firme que aguantan todo. No, yo no aguanto nada. <laughs> no. Y muchas veces people are like, oh my God, how are you so strong? I'm like, I'm not. That's oh, yeah. how I'm just like, pasa algo and I'm like, anyway, next. No, I'm not dealing yeah, with that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so what would you say your advice would be? Because I don't want people to think that you only have to seek therapy if you're going to, through trauma, through a heartbreak or through mental health. I like what would you advise people because I know that even if you're if you think you're in a good place in your life you still need therapy I would say yeah so I kind of see it as like like brushing your hair right like so if if you guys don't have long hair you might be like what yeah but I feel like you kind of have to brush your hair every day to like get out the knots yes right so your heart is the same way I would say like every day we're gonna go through things right like even when you're in a couple and mm-hmm. you have little fights and you're like oh that kind of sucked but i don't really know how to tell her that that hurt my feelings yeah mm-hmm. right and so then we act petty and now yes. you're like oh i'm not gonna take out the trash but i can say no okay sounds about right yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> and so when you go to therapy or at least when i do and i have these like insecure feelings i'll go to my therapist and i'll say like let's say something that i like i'll use myself as an example like right now my fiance has been working a lot so i'm telling her like he's been working a lot and i just feel like i'm not getting that one-on-one time that i need and then she'll tell me well well is he out there like valiendo madre or is he out there doing something for you guys and then it makes you think and you're like no yeah you're right like he's out there for us like doing Mm -hmm. something for us and so when you go for maintenance that's what i call it like i think i go to therapy now for maintenance like for the everyday little things it's different than when you're going with a big heavy trauma right Mm -hmm. so like let's say something did happen to you um you know whatever it was and you're like i just feel like i've been i need to talk to somebody therapists went to school for this mm-hmm. you know and yeah. they whatever you think has happened to you they probably have dealt with worse yeah. right and so whatever you went through and whatever it is that's weighing heavy on your heart it's not too heavy for somebody else to help you with it and another thing that i always say is people need people yes and when i was at my lowest point somebody told me that like people need people and you need people to help you whether that's a professional your support system you know um there's no shame in needing help and there's no shame and knowing that you can't do this alone yeah because as human beings we need each other yeah and so i would encourage everybody to to go yeah because we all have something you Mm -hmm. know nice perfecto and the thing that makes us human is the fact that we've been through something right but how did you feel when you went to it i didn't i didn't um i felt like it was it cleared my mind right away because i was like i'm getting an unbiased opinion from someone that doesn't know me doesn't know my relationship doesn't know my family so i definitely felt like a huge weight off my shoulder because I feel like a lot of people say, well, I have a good support system Mm -hmm. and my mom and my in-laws and my husband gave me support. But it's like at some point you have to realize that you can't drop baggage on other people because you don't know what they're going through and you don't know if maybe they also need to Mm -hmm. drop baggage on you. So I feel like even if you have such a support, like a great support system, which I did, my in-laws are super supportive, my family, Jonathan, I was like, I can't just sit down and be like, okay, babe, sit down and listen to everything i have to say and then give me good advice you know so i was like you can't drop baggage on people like that so i felt super like something off my shoulders so i was like i feel livianita you know i was like because i was just talking and she didn't judge me Mm -hmm. it was just like if i was meeting a friend for coffee Mm -hmm. so i was like wow this is i like this like this is really nice and the crazy thing is for example like when we have relationship problems if I was to sit there and tell Danny, my fiance, and I was like, yes. tell me advice, he'd be like, well, I'm the other half of this problem. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I want you to do what I want. Exactly. You know? And um, then I got otro conflicto. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times 
people like even if you were to tell me like let's say we were like best friends and you tell me like oh my god jonathan's being so annoying he's not taking out the trash yeah right i'm like i'm gonna tell you as your friend let's say i'm closer to you i'm gonna be like f him forget about him he's doing it on purpose exactly and then no más te voy a echar más and then I, i'm just gonna make you more mad yeah you're fueling me yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i feel like that's what you really really need someone that doesn't know you doesn't know your partner your family mm -hmm. because then i see you know that you're getting a clear or clear advice and not someone that's biased and wants the best for you or wants the best for the other person yeah so i feel like therapy was really really good and i i stopped going to her mm. because it's really expensive yeah it's pricey but um since i'm pregnant now i want to go back because i was like it's like maintenance i want to not i want to have like a clear head for the baby because i want yeah. to be mentally happy mentally stable so that i give my baby the best life you know yeah girl and yeah. even like i feel like any big life event and this is a huge life event it's life changing i think you need it porque, o sea, no hemos hablado de eso, but I'm sure you're fucking scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for, for you to be like, Heck I'm yeah. scared to push out this watermelon out exactly. of my hole, you know? <laughs> Seriously. Like, you just feel validated. Yes. And I'm sure there's so many things online of women being like, oh, my God, y te va a pasar esto, y te va a pasar aquello, oh y el bebé, God, y blah, yes. blah, blah. And you're just reading so many things that I'm sure you're like, everybody chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, please, I'm already scared as it is. And I think it's also different because I can't, tell jonathan like babe like I'm, i feel like this and this because he's freaking scared like yeah, he's like both of you yeah like we're going through this whole life changing moment where you're having a baby but he is witnessing everything from outside and i feel like there's not really much he can do like if i'm having a nauseous day he can't do anything to help it you know yeah. and if i'm having like contractions what is he gonna do to stop them you yeah. know so i'm like i can't just sit there and like tell him everything that i'm feeling because that's me putting more worry on him well and also i feel like as a couple you have your own fears of yeah. having your wife go through this mm -hmm. and like seeing her in pain and stuff but a big thing that i think we can tell the viewers is a therapist won't replace your significant other oh no no, no. jamás o sea porque tú como el esposo y el papá you know and you love this kid so much yes. and you can even go to therapy to be like how can i be supportive of my wife yes. you know mm -hmm. and like these are my fears and i'm feeling left out because of this exactly. and you guys have no idea how many times like couples a lot of times, I, so I'm really into therapy and yeah. like things like that, right? So a lot of times when the baby comes into the marriage, couples tend to separate a little bit more. Yes. Porque te estás peleando, Absolutely. no has dormido, estás cansado. You're just like, what the fuck? There's this kid crying. Te toca a ti. Yeah, the last thing you <laughs> yeah. want to worry about is your marriage. So yes. yeah, I think big life changes like this are a great opportunity yes. to kind of brush out those tangles. I agree. And before you like the baby comes you can go to therapy and be like what can we expect yeah or what can we do to more feel more prepared when he comes mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i like yeah. how you said that like your therapist won't replace your husband or your spouse yeah because it, it's so funny like she does need to reach out before the baby gets here and stuff because i feel like even though i want to be supportive like my way of showing support is so funny like she'll be like you know um anxious and stuff you know and then i'll be like babe if if the doctor said you know it's the baby or you i would choose you in the heartbeat <laughs> but that's like that's like so messed up to think but that for me that's normal i was like that's yeah. me showing her affirmation that mm -hmm. no matter when the kid when the baby's you know 10 5 like i'm always gonna pick her over yeah. yes. because it should be your spouse over your your kids because your kids are gonna move out find their own you know other half so. they're gonna leave eventually yeah, yeah. So so. I was like, and, and it's so funny that it's like I feel like she's like, why'd you have to paint that picture in my head? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's crazy because to you, that was supportive. You're exactly. like, I'm you. Yeah. And, like, and I'm I like, well, what about the baby? <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that he said that because I saw your Instagram story the other day. Oh, and that's a whole other <laughs> podcast topic. No, <laughs> second episode. Seriously. Um, I do want to just talk about it a little bit. Yeah, just yeah. cut it in short, just so that we don't like talk about it too much because we can have a second podcast episode bring denny uh, and be yes, like all right yeah, let's because, talk about this yeah. but um you put on your story a poll and mm -hmm. you said no right or wrong answer yeah who comes first your spouse or children mm -hmm. i voted and i said spouse mm -hmm. and that's because jonathan just explained it perfectly I voted spouse too. Yeah, yeah the the babies the kids your kids are gonna grow up and they're gonna leave yeah so say you don't work on your marriage you're they leave you know what the craziest thing is science shows that moms 
always pick not always but the majority of the times moms will pick the children mm-hmm. and dads will pick the wife wow yeah. that's, that's crazy. crazy i think that comes with our maternal instinct yeah. to, protect to protect and stuff exactly. but i agree with you guys i think it's spouse yes. and when i put my answer because at first i was like i'm not gonna put my answer yes yeah, yeah, yeah. but when i put my answer for like 10 minutes vinieron los dms you know really? yep and so i don't think there's a right or wrong answer yeah. whatever you feel in your marriage and in your situation it's fine um but research also shows that if you continue to choose each other your marriage will be more stable happier and your home will be a happier place yeah i think we just have to fight against ourselves and and you know also a lot of times people I don't know what people think when we say, like, choose your spouse over your kids. Yeah. Like, no significa que vas a tener el chamaco en la esquina sin darle de comer, you exactly. know? Like, you are going to feed the kid and you're going to love it and take care of it. It's just, to me, it means, as a couple, we are on the same page. Uh-huh. And the kid, <clears throat> perdón, and the kid can't come in between us and be exactly. like, well, my mom said I could go out. Exactly. My dad said I could go out. Yes. Or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're a unit who is catering for this child. Yeah. And I feel like you don't have to see it so black and white. Like, I feel like it's healthy to be like, obviously, my son's like, Dad, can I have some candy? Mom's asleep. Like, you know, sometimes it's okay like yeah. to pick your child. I'm going to be like, yeah, go grab some candy. Little things like that. But like, um, for example, I'm going to give you guys an example. Like, um, my mom has never hid from my dad that my sister started, you know, talking to a guy. Yes. She's 17, you know, or her boy from whatever. And my dad's always been involved. But when me and her, you know, started... Her dad didn't know at first or like, yes. or like um, her mom would kind of like lie for her. Like, oh, why con tus amigas when she yes. went out with me? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, like, look, look at all the arguments my parents have saved themselves from. Yeah. My dad just knowing from the beginning, you know, even even though it's his little girl, obviously he's going to be upset at first. But he knew, you know, from yeah. the very beginning, okay, Yomis is going out with her boyfriend or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. As opposed to where like, ay, ¿por qué no me dijiste que... Yeah. O yo te dije que yeah. no, que no, y porque fuiste yeah. en contra de mi exactly. decisión. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of times, so dads, research shows, dads feel left out a lot of mm-hmm. times yes. because the dads will, in a typical family, right, the majority of the time, dads will go out to work, and so the moms are the ones that have the mo- the bigger connection with the children. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then the dad is like, I wanted to know. Like, yeah. why couldn't you have told yes. me? I want to trust. Like, no. m- they don't say it because men in our culture are pushed to not talk about their emotions. Uh-huh. But they want to be involved. They mm-hmm. want to be a part of it. You know, dads are a hu- They're the other half of the family. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah. And so when you talk about that example, both of you guys' parents are together, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Would you guys say that they chose each other over like you guys? No not in your case um no so it's funny because on jonathan's side of the family i feel like his parents have such a beautiful marriage that it's an example for us and on my side of the family it was it's like you said i don't think they ever chose themselves Mm. there was always the kids the kids Mm. the kids the kids and now the kids are old and and now where's the relationship Mm. where is like mom my mom vents to me about like oh it's because he's this and this and this but i'm like at the end of the day, like, what what can I do to help yeah. you? Because as, you chose me, you mm-hmm. know, like, they, I'm so thankful that you chose me and my sisters and my brother. But where's the marriage now? Yeah, you know, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So your parents chose each other. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. At first, it was really rough, but then they found God and then they started choosing each other. So now it's beautiful and we look up to them. So, yeah, yes. you can That's tell amazing. the big difference. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like yeah. we we do look up to my parents because like, wow, they're so strong. They're still together. They have a house. They have like... um a happy house right mm-hmm. but with the his parents is like wow like they're not only together they're still in love oh, and they sh- express love their love and right I feel like that it helped us even more like them choosing each other because i moved out when i was 17 i became independent you know yeah. and they because my mom example. didn't baby me yeah you know, exactly. I mean? or my dad baby me girl so that forced me to like you know yes or else i feel like if my mom would have chose me every time over my dad or my siblings i would still be there dude yeah. and so we get into i'm gonna kind of go into a little tangent right here and say <laughs> when mom i know me van a, they're gonna roast me in the comments <laughs> nah, okay. but moms when they choose their boys uh-huh they put the boy as their partner and a lot of times when like for example if your mom would have chosen you and would have 
dumped all her emotions and used you as the support system that your dad is Mm -hmm. then when you leave or when you have a partner that's when that toxic relationship with the with the daughter-in-law creates itself right yes so look it's like a trickle effect right so if you don't choose each other then you're using your kids as your support system and then when your kids find somebody then you end up hating the mom of the oh my god or the wife because sometimes there's um like daughters-in-laws that are like perfect they're so nice and sweet and la suegra just doesn't like them and it's because it's that subconscious like love like yeah Yeah. i want to be with my son not yeah yeah and it's not even subconscious it's just unhealthy Uh because they do it very consciously but they just i don't think in the beginning they were emotionally aware enough to know that this was going to be the consequence of their action yes exactly and they do i feel like obviously they do everything with the mindset that they're doing what's best for you but it's like you have to really think about if you're setting them up for success or if you're setting them up Mm. for failure because even now jonathan and i every time we drive like long drives we put scenarios like okay so we can be on the same page when this happens what are you what like what's your thought and what's my thought let's come together now Mm -hmm. so that the baby doesn't hear us arguing about it you know even like long-term things i was like okay babe like whatever like little first time love type of thing like she's not coming over right like we have to wait you know they dated for a couple and then she because i don't want him to just be okay with him bringing every girl he meets over to the house that's not healthy so I was, and she's like, yeah, I'm on the same page. Okay, good. Even yeah. though that's going to be like 15, 16, 17 years from yeah. now. Yeah, and it's funny because even when we were talking about that, I was like, I remember that his mom set a great example for me. Um, I started going over to his house, but because we were friends, so we it was just like a friendship kind of thing. And then we started dating. But ever since we were friends, I had a really good relationship with his family. And when we started dating, his mom was like, I want you to know that I have never let him bring anybody over and she's like and like from now on you're the only girl that gets to come over to this house and if you're the girl that he's gonna marry thank god and if not like he will not bring anyone else until he knows that it's the one that he's gonna marry so i feel like that was engraved in my head and that's why we're on the same page now because that's how his mom was that's what his mom told me Mm -hmm. and now we're on the same page you know so it's crazy to like think that life comes full circle like that Mm -hmm. but that i feel like that's really good that we're doing that now before we have to argue in front of the baby and be like well dad thinks this and mom thinks this and then he's gonna go with there's no structure exactly yeah there's no structure and a lot of times the parents obviously they're you're two different minds you know so you're gonna have different opinions as the kid grows up and stuff y los chamacos son bien inteligentes Yo they'll sé. pick up quick exactly. you know so yeah it's good to continuously have these conversations that are like well what are we doing what what's this and what's that so yeah you guys are on the right path yeah, yeah i definitely think i feel so. like talking to you everything's like coming full circle like yeah. it just makes sense because like for example what you said right now that the the man the, the dad feels left out Mm-hmm. from um like the not being home and stuff and it's so funny because since my dad has known like was involved with my sister's like boyfriend and stuff from the beginning mm-hmm. I- i've taken the role of the dad now so mm-hmm. like i feel left we'll out be eating, <laughs> we'll be eating like at a restaurant or something and then she, my mom will be like um well your sister has a boyfriend i'll be like why don't i know and, and she's like, <laughs> yeah that's why because you act jealous right away and i was like but like i, I would have liked to know you know yeah. like yeah. you know tell me i, w- I want to feel involved She's like, well, yeah, but she's kind of scared of you. Not like of what you're going to, because she sees you more like of a dad than mm, her yes. dad. Yeah. Not in that way, obviously, but like, you know, oh, Jonathan's the protective, protective one. And my dad's the chill one that he knows I'm going out with my boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, that's crazy that you say that. Because I, f- I was like, yeah, I feel left out, you know? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get mad, but at least tell me. You know? Well, And you know what's funny? A lot of times we hide things from people because we're afraid of their their reaction yes but we're only making things worse exactly you know know, rip it off (laughs) yeah i that's so funny that you think about that because everything that you've said too i'm like oh wow like everything i think is is in some way true because other people think the same you know but um so talking about relationships Mm -hmm. this is the next topic i'd like to get into because you did say you were in a toxic relationship when i was younger yes yep and we were in a toxic relationship when we were younger as well with each other yes and our podcast really really highlights it because i think we get a lot of messages saying you guys have the perfect relationship you guys are relationship goals Mm -hmm. how do you do this how do you do that and i'm like girl like our relationship is nowhere near perfect Mm -hmm. like we went through this toxic phase and that's why i think that's one of the reasons we started the podcast so it was to highlight on mental health therapy 
and then also relationships yeah. because i feel like we have a lot of young viewers that mm. are currently probably in a toxic relationship or just got out of one and need help yeah and when we were in a toxic relationship no therapy no help nothing yeah i was like that was really hard so that's why we like to talk about it on our podcast mm-hmm. so do you mind talking no, a little no, no. bit about that no i could talk okay. about it so how old were you when you had your toxic relationship uh, so i entered the relationship when i was 23 okay and it was on and off till I was 26. Oh, wow. Yeah. So more off than on, you know, yeah. but I think the emotional hold that it had on me was more significant than anything else. Um, I know it's crazy because I never talk about it, but it just was, I think I was young yeah. and naive. I, it's kind of, so, but I don't know when everybody's going to watch this, but yeah. the, um, Taylor's version of Red just came out. Uh-huh. And so, you know, like how she's going through all that, how she was younger and this person was older and he had so much more experience than her. I relate to that, you know? So I think in a way I was a her person wh- who met another hurt person okay. and then who hurt me, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that relationship was hurtful because I my parents were each other's first boyfriend and girlfriend when it was my mom's first boyfriend my dad probably had girlfriends already but (laughs) i thought that that's what my life was going to be like too like i was going to meet somebody and then we were just going to be together forever oh okay and it wasn't the case and so a lot like i had a lot like a hard time letting go of that relationship because this person also wasn't honest and it was that a lot of like i do love you and i do want to be with you i just can't Mm. Chiquita, you, you, you believe them you're yeah, like exactly. oh he can't <laughs> no les creas. they could they just don't want to yeah. and that's fine you know but um when somebody's giving you love and i was a person blindly giving love and you're hurt right so i was blindly giving love and this was a person that had been hurt he was freshly divorced so he was oh, wow. obviously like yeah. needing of love and i was yeah. a rebound and i was yo era una pollita dándole todo mi amor you know i was like i love you i love you i love you yeah i can't levanta i can't levanta pan que llore. he was exactly. like yeah i'll take it i'll take it i'll yeah. take it until i ran dry i ran dry out of love and then i was like you're never going to give me what I want, right? Which is like a long life relationship where we love each other and we're safe um, because you're not capable of it, right? And that one time that I saw him, it had been a couple of months since I had seen him. I saw him. It was the high that you get when you see somebody that you're toxic with. And then I was crashing right after, right? So like after I came home from being with him, I was like crashing because you feel the high, like it's literal drugs. Yeah. Like I was like, when, when I was with him, I was like, we're in love and I love him, but we can't be together and we want to be together, but we can't. And when I was crashing, it's when I came home and I was just like, I finally faced them and I was like, why can't we be together? Yeah. And he was like, because we can't, like I live far. And I was like, I don't care. Like I'll be with you. And he was like, no, like I live far. Like it's too much. And I have kids and I'm divorced. Like it's too much. And that's when I was like, you know what? You're never going to want to be with me. Like regardless, you're just, regardless of how much love I give you, how much good, like how great I am or anything, like you're never going to want to be with me. And I had known him for three years already. And I was like, hasta aquí llegaste, aunque me duela. And that's with all relationships, right? Like you have it until you have enough. Exactly. Yeah. And that was my enough. And I came home being a hot ass mess. And my sister was like, bitch, are you serious? And I was like, yes, I'm done. Forget him. And it was painful. It was yeah. really, really painful. But I had had enough. Mm-hmm. But I, I am very grateful for that relationship because I think that relationship amongst with other ones made me and push me into who I am today. All of my relationships did that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but because of him, I know exactly what I don't want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is good that yeah. he taught you that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you have to see the silver lining in things. Yes. And he definitely gave me uh, everything I don't want. And now I have what I do want. And mm-hmm. now I'm able to appreciate it. Exactly. Because of it. And now I'm able to be like, I love my boyfriend so much or my fiance. Because he's everything that this dude wasn't. Yeah. And I even feel silly that you were like a hot mess over this guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I acknowledge my feelings and I uh-huh. send myself grace to younger me. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you were doing your best. 
but now that's why I get on the internet and I'm like look girls yes no sean pendejas como yo fui aquí estoy de ejemplo real real yeah yeah. Yeah. but it's like give it like you know even a year or six months you're like yeah I'm a big fan of aguantabara you know what I mean like because a lot of times girls will DM me and be like how do I do it how do I leave him and I'm like Agárrate lo que tengas. Amárrate eso, güey. Yeah, and just do it. You know, yes. like, it's gonna hurt. It freaking feels debilitating. Like, you're not gonna be able to breathe. You can't breathe. At some point, no, you really can't breathe. It literally hurts physically. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You yeah. lose weight. You, you do. Like yeah. You can't sleep. Yeah. Pero, pues, no hay mal que mover bien no venga. I know. And como dicen todos, del amor nadie se muere. No. It might feel like it, but... <laughs> it might feel like you're dying, at, but I promise you're not. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny because that's how... When we were in a toxic relationship, I always felt like that. I'm just surprised. How the hell did you... Girl. Therapy. I went to therapy. Oh, yes. my God. That's yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah. So, this is why we started the podcast. This is why we talk about our toxic relationship so openly. Because I don't want people to think that we went toxic, healthy, marriage. Yeah. yeah no, no, because in, entre todo eso, I had a lot of learning to love myself. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of knowing that I was my own person, that I didn't need to depend on him for love. Yeah. Because I feel like we met each other when we were 15. Oh, my God. Turning we 16, right? Oh, yeah. Or 14 turning yeah. 15. Uh, 15 turning 16. Yeah. So we met super young. Like... Oh my gosh, poor me back then, honestly. <laughs> like I see my, I saw my sister two years ago, and I was like, when she was 15, I was like, damn, like that 15 year old, like that was her. Yeah, and like I, that's when we met. Like, and I don't see my sister being 15, you know, the toyai like little yeah. girl. Yeah, and at this point when we met Jonathan, um, his, I would say role model for a relationship was your uncle. Yeah, my friends, uncles. Your friends and uncles. And you know, at that point, guys, they're not mature at all. Mm -hmm. Like, it's more bros before hoes, Mm -hmm. you know? And for me, it was like, since I do do consider myself having daddy issues Mm -hmm. because my dad and I have never had a healthy relationship. Um, It's way better now, thank God. But back then, it was really, really bad. So I depended on Jonathan for everything, Mm -hmm. right, babe? Like, my emotions, my happiness, everything... I just put him there and I was like, he's the the tie for this bond that's broken. Yeah. And I think about it and I was like, we were so young and he, he was never going to understand how I felt mm-hmm. because he was just out there living his life. And at this point, I would consider myself more a little bit innocent. And yeah. he was ha- going through his like party phase. Like, I love you now, but I don't want to be with you during the weekend. And yeah. then I'll get back together on Monday, you know. So <laughs> super, super toxic, super on and off yeah. as well. Um. So I think from years of going through that toxic relationship and it was it was a lot on both ends, I would say. But Jonathan decided that he wanted to change for me. And, you know, there's always you have to think about it. Like, how did you get him to change? I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't tell him to. Yeah. Because if you tell if I cuando te reclamaba y te decía, I feel like I was fueling him to be the same or to be even worse. Yeah. Yeah. And I, feel, if I was like, if he loves you and he wants to be with you, he's going to change by himself. I'm amazed that you went to therapy. What's yes. the yes? Um, I was like, what, baby, 18, 19? No, you were uh, 20. 20? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I went to therapy for her also, but also I was in college mm-hmm. and had a lot of pressure. I, I was on a scholarship, you know. I wanted, you know, to be, like, rich, successful and stuff. So I was like, I have that on my shoulders and trying to balance yeah. her. So, yeah, that's why I went to therapy. It was phenomenal. Um. Uh, my mom's a therapist if you don't know oh so, my god so obviously you can't go to your mom so no. i was like mom i need a fr- like one of your colleagues friends whatever so she recommended her uh, like her best friend in college or whatever so i started going to her and yeah like you think that ellos te van a estar sacando la sopa they like it's like they trigger you and you let everything out you like <laughs> let it all out. i was like this this and then she's like yeah. oh like you poor thing like yeah blah 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 and then she makes you feel safe and then she, For me, I was like, I'm a very like um, hands-on, like I need to see type of person. I'm mm. not good at listening or whatever. So she taught me like um, things to like calm my anxiety down, like tap your head and your chest at yeah. the same time, or get a stress ball, and that's mm. that's what I did, and it helped. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and oh, I was like, I also don't want people to think like he went to therapy just for me. Like it wasn't like yeah, I want to be with her. I'm gonna go to therapy. No, no it was because he knew that he had mm-hmm. things that he needed to heal. It's always you. Yeah, and I was like, I knew. I feel like it's 
crazy to see that his self-reflection was like i need to heal myself to be a better person yeah it wasn't for me it wasn't for his parents it was for himself yeah and i love the fact that you as a man were you were like mom i need therapy like i love that and i wish more men thought that way Mm -hmm. because it's so shamed upon in our culture you know and even like my current fiance like one of, so we did a book before we got engaged that was like a hundred questions to ask before you get married mm-hmm. and one of them was would you be open to therapy and he was like i don't need therapy and i'm like look i just want you to know like because i go to therapy right and i told him if i ever bring it up it's because it's like like alarms are going off like yeah. you need to go like not the way i I'm, we don't have to go for maintenance i'll go for that right mm-hmm. but i at least being open to mm-hmm. the fact that that is a resource that you guys can use yes and that it doesn't make you any less of a man for talking about oh, your yeah. feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was super amazing on his mm-hmm. part. And I feel like had he not gone to therapy, yeah, we, we would be not be together. Yeah. And that's why we want to talk about it because it's like you're in a toxic relationship. And just because you see someone that was in a toxic relationship and now they're in a healthy marriage, I don't want you to think that you have to settle, that you have to wait for them yeah. to change, that you have to make them change because you have to choose yourself. And mm-hmm. I feel like at that point, I chose myself he chose himself and then that's how we came back together and we're like okay so we're we're like both happy with each other and now or with ourselves and now we can be happy together yeah and you guys are going against the odds more most high school couples oh yeah don't end up together yes or if they do they're not in a happy healthy marriage yes Mm -hmm. yeah or they share a a kid with yeah Mm -hmm. you know uh, weekends with dad or stuff like that but, yeah you know, and that's what i told him too i was like had i gotten pregnant when i was uh going through a toxic relationship oh my god like right now i'm terrified terrified of postpartum depression because you know uh-huh yeah. and i'm like imagine we were in a toxic relationship i was pregnant postpartum depression and i was like we wouldn't be together because mm-hmm. if we couldn't even make a relationship work imagine making parenting work yeah. yeah so i'm like thank god for this and that's why we want to bring so much awareness to it yeah. because it's like maybe you think that you don't need therapy but we want you to know that it's there yeah and even yeah. if you don't think you probably do yeah, <laughs> yeah. all of us do and there's no shame in admitting that no, no there's no. no shame in saying i need help yeah. and i wish somebody was there for me yeah you know um Oh, I I think we think that we're supposed to do it all on our own and yes. there's like this badge of honor that you get if you do it all and like you have to be independent but I am not independent I need help yes. I you don't get a star at the end of your life for doing it on your own and when you have people in your corner your life gets easier and then you can be your best self Mm -hmm. to be a husband to be a father or to be a mom to be a wife yes and then you just think to yourself i have people backing me up so that i can be my best version for them exactly yeah wow and that's why when like she told me she's like babe i'm not like it's not you like it's okay it's not you i was like is it me like you know when she was feeling really depressed and Mm -hmm. sad i was like first of all is it me and she's like no it's not you i just feel this way okay now that it's on me let me try to help you yeah and so i don't want to give the misconception that if you go to therapy you're cured no yeah because there are people who deal with chronic anxiety Mm -hmm. chronic depression and xyz right but it does give you tools to deal with your emotions right and i also think a lot of times as women we have a lot more hormones and a lot more we're emotional beings Mm -hmm. and men tend to be more like logical beings like they're like are you happy or sad sad are you hungry yes okay are you happy (laughs) i'm gonna go get you food (laughs) yeah like we us as women it's like how do you feel oh my god i feel great exactly yeah so and of course there's people who fall in between and you're not normal or abnormal but um it's okay to go get those tools and be done with it and maybe at some point in your life it will come a time where you'll be like i want to go again yeah i want to go again i feel like things are not feeling really well i'm gonna go yeah and then there's people like me that I'm like, I just like to be in it. Because if yeah. something pops off, I'm like, therapist, blah, 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 blah. Like, I know I'm going to see my therapist this week. Yeah. I'm going to tell her everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everybody's different and both are okay. Yes, I yeah. agree. I feel like a lot of women are like, you know, esposas, wives, 
they're like my husband doesn't understand me like he just thinks it's like so simple and stuff because she would tell me her problems about family and how she's so depressed about it mm -hmm. i'd be like do this and she's like no that's too harsh like yeah. like well i would tell my mom that like yeah she's making yeah. no like you don't understand and then and then maybe that's when i was like okay babe look hasta aquí llegué yo because I can't give you that professional yeah. help, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and for other women that might be like my husband, husband just doesn't understand me. Yeah. Like yeah. it's good. Men look for solutions. Help, you know? Exactly. You guys are like, oh my gosh, this, you're done. Why are you worrying about it? I'm like, wait, that's not the one I want. Like, can you tell me something else? <laughs> yeah, because I would be like, well, tell your mom that. Like, tell her that you can't keep doing it. Blah 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 blah. And then she'd be like, no, I. And then okay, that was my solution. Mm -hmm. And because that's what I would tell my mom. I'm yeah. not a no tengo pelos en la lengua, you know. Mm -hmm. So I would yeah. just tell. Her, I was like, look, you need professional help and you need to do this. And you know yeah. what the craziest part is? You were probably able to talk to your mom like that because she understands boundaries. Uh -huh. yes. And so she's not taking it personally. As exactly. in, in the Hispanic community, let's say I'm like, mom, I can't pick you up to take you to the doctors. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, yeah. eres mala hija. Como se te ocurre? <laughs> yes. I birthed you and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, damn lady like i can't even set a soft boundary with you exactly you make and me feel like oh shit. my gosh yes i feel like that has been the hardest thing mm -hmm. is boundaries with family yeah but i feel like i'm really super thankful that jonathan has like those boundaries and not even that he has them but that his family has them with him as well yeah. so i'm like that's a great example but i'm, I'm not there yet mm -hmm. but thank you for the example yeah. you know yeah, so yeah. i feel like that's why it would be so frustrating if I had all of this built up and I just kept pouring it and pouring it on him because he's going to be like, well, I'm telling you a solution and you're not taking mm -hmm. it. So why are you, do you keep coming back to me with the same problems? Yeah. And I feel like that's when you go to therapy and mm -hmm. you, they give you the solution that maybe is going to be the best route for you to take on your own. Yeah. But like the least damage. Exactly. Uh-huh. Or however you feel more comfortable, like approaching it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, whatever what life event you're going through therapy is always yeah such a good i mean answer. for me it is at least yeah. and i feel like it if, for example you that you said like i'm scared of postpartum depression yes girl get in there now uh -huh. for sure like i'm not even pregnant and i've told my therapist i'm like okay for because i see her once every two weeks now yeah me okay. graduate <laughs> yeah, i don't see her <laughs> weekly. That. yeah and so i told her i was like you know when i'm pregnant and after my pregnancy i need to see you once a week again and she's like yeah that's fine we could do that you know because yeah. those are times yes exactly you know you know it's mm -hmm. gonna be a tough time hormones are running through let's yes. just start establishing it now exactly yeah and i'm i'm also glad that jonathan already went through therapy and he mm -hmm. went through that whole life-changing experience because i had never gone to therapy prior to it and on the, the months that i was super super depressed i feel like maybe if he hadn't gone to therapy and he still had like a lot of trauma and like things that he needed to work on then we would have both been just going down the yeah. drain because i was super depressed but he was super strong and like i feel like he me estaba respaldando you know mm -hmm. so it was him being the like sunshine and Aww. everything in this postpartum or postpartum just um, my depression and i was like had he not gone to therapy he would be self-destructing as it. well yeah he would have been like you're sad because of me yes yes, yes. like Old it's me my fault a hundred percent overthought like, it huh would have been because i remember this the the day she told me she's like babe i'm just not like i'm sad and i was like whoa like because we were like cuddling and i kind of like pushed her i was like I, and I sat down on the bed upright mm -hmm. and i was like what's going on like is it me first of all she's like no I was like, Are you, sure? you addressed it yeah, yes like, Are you sure? like, let me tell me what i can fix or something. like communication for mm -hmm. yeah. she told me it wasn't me then she kind of started spilling that it was family stuff and, and you know so then i was like i offered my help and and then you know that didn't so professional but say old me would have been like no like you're not happy with me anymore what yeah. am i not am i not satisfied i'm leaving anymore? <laughs> yeah I, like no screw that i'm going with the boys like yeah you're, you're being dumb. like depression what is that like yeah, you know, yeah. there's kids that can't eat and stuff like yeah that, you know? it's it's like the five languages of love mm -hmm. but also like it's like mixed together like for example like um therapy wise like mentally like you, for example if she would have told me that and then i would have been like say she had a nine to five job you know mm -hmm. what i mean she would have told me that and i would have brushed her off and then she goes to work and then her co-workers like no i understand you like mm -hmm. i've gone through similar things and then boom that's where like cheating happens and yeah. stuff like that because mm -hmm. just because i didn't but it maybe it's not even my fault because i was never introduced to therapy or stuff mm -hmm. let's just say my mom wasn't a therapist and mm -hmm. stuff like that then I'm over here, you cheat on me, but it's because I truly didn't know how to handle 
I'm depressed. You know mm. what I mean? Because my dad always told me, don't cry. Like, don't be a little girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now she went and cheated on me with a guy that, you know, maybe went through the similar things with her. And that's yeah. where that arouses. And people don't know, you know, that. Yeah. A the lot roots of, of it. Yeah. People, a lot of times people cheat because of emotion, emotional yes, connection. exactly. Yeah. And that's, whole, I could go into that too. <laughs> people, people, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, people think that cheating is that. I saw a guy with a six pack or no, I saw girl. a girl with a big butt. Nope. No, it's that you're at work. You guys connect on an emotional level. Yep. And it's like, damn, this guy's like cute now. Mm-hmm. Even though like I got here and he was just making pizzas. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's cute. And my, yeah. my boyfriend is over here. Toxic. In most marriages, people cheat because of the emotional connection they felt to the person they're having an affair with. Wow. Because in the everyday life, let's say the and it's never your fault if you get cheated on. Like there's oh the person doing the cheating should always talk yes. but what it said is let's say your wife is so focused on the kids you guys don't take time to focus on each other and then the person goes out and makes a connect an emotional connection with someone else outside of work and then that's when they're there and a lot of times people will be like she's hideous like why does she even cheat on me or he cheated on me with someone like way uglier than yeah. me but we like little do you know it's not about the way the other woman looks it's about the mo- emotional connection they created right and so it's never your fault if you get cheated on but it is it's that whole thing we go back to choosing yes. your kids or choosing your husband like yes. who are you choosing who are you having the time with like are you making time for your partner in your day or are you just leaving them the last that you have at the end where you're just exhausted Ex- uh-huh you know so yeah i mean that's very valid yeah Yeah. and like they say the grass isn't always green on the other side it's green where you water it yeah you just need to water yours a little bit more take care of your grass Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i feel like it's keeping maintenance on your marriage too because i even if you're just dating as well it's like you need to learn how to choose your partner because at the end of the day you're dating and you're not trying to waste your time like you you see a future with this person so yeah in that sense, how did you know Denny was the one? Like, no. at, at what point were you like, okay, he's completely different from my old relationship. I'm so happy. This is the guy I'm going to marry. Oh, my goodness. So, first of all, I love Denny. <laughs> I'm his number one fan. Shout out, Denny. <laughs> Denny J from, from TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> no, but um, Denny, I feel like, so I come from a broken home, like my parents are divorced mm-hmm. and because I'm the oldest that came with its own trauma yes. because as the oldest child, psychology says you will go through a lot of trauma because you are aware enough and you yeah. are kind of the shoulder that your parents lean on. Mm-hmm. Right. And back then when I was little, I didn't have boundaries, obviously, because I'm a child. Um, and so when I met Denny, first of all, I thought he was the most gorgeous man on earth. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, when I actually met him and I got to know who he is as a person, Denny comes from a very solid foundation where his parents are together. They're a really united family and they support one another and his parents love each other. Very similar to yours. They choose each other. Like his dad is in love with his mom. And when I saw the kind of family he came from, I was like, Oh my God, like this man is so healthy emotionally. Uh And so when I realized how emotionally, how uh yeah emotionally healthy he was i was like and you know in the beginning i was a little bit damaged too because i have my own triggers and i have my own insecurities and so my mo was like push people away so that they can prove themselves right and so if they fail any of my subconscious tests i'll break up with them like my attachment style is avoidant so as soon as something pops up i'm out like i'm not gonna wait for you to hurt my feelings i'm out like you're not gonna i'm not dealing with it right and through all the trials and tribulations that we had in the beginning of the relationship, Denny was always calm and he was always resilient and he was always there for me. Mm. You know, I never, of course, I never disrespected him. I never called him out of his name. I never cheated on him. I never did any of that. But through my emotional ups and downs, because I am, I'm a damaged person. Yeah he always stood his ground and he was kind of like that shoulder for me to lean on. And he was healthy. Like that's the only way I could put it. He was always healthy and he never did the petty things and he never went out to like disrespect me because he was mad at me. And compared to everything else I had seen, I was like, this is the healthiest man I've ever known. Mm -hmm. And I want that for me. And I want that for the dad of my kids Mm -hmm. and 
I know that when I'm marrying into this family, I'm going to marry into a healthy family. And when I bring children into this world that are going to be related to him, they're going to have a great dad Yeah, and they're going to have a great example. And with a little bit of knowledge I have of therapy and my background on it and his healthy heart, I think we can make a pretty good family. Wow. wow. Yeah. Con el favor de Dios, you know? Yeah. I mean, because we're all out here, like, barely surviving. We're trying. We're out here surviving, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I think I try to give my future children and myself as a future wife the best possibilities. Yes. You know, like... La vida ya nos da chingazos left and right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to set us up for the best possible circumstances. And Denny has shown time and time again how great of a man he is and how supportive and emotionally mature he can be. And of course, he's not perfect. You know, a veces le digo, how do you feel? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm over it. Because he's like a man. Yeah, he's human. And then I have to say, okay, when he's ready, he'll talk to me. Yes, exactly. Wow. that's amazing. I and I feel like a lot, a lot of girls don't go through that. A lot of girls don't go into relationships thinking about this is going to be the father of my kids. Am I going to want my kids to be yeah. like him? Am I going to want him to yeah. be the father? Like, is he going to be a good dad? Mm-hmm. So I love that you explained that that's how you knew. Yeah, I think so. Because I think a lot of times, you know, had I been younger and when I was younger, I did see it like, I love this guy. I want to be with him. Me vale madre que ya tenga hijos. Me vale madre que esté divorciado. Me vale madre that he's a piece of caca. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love, love him. him. <laughs> yeah, like, no más you just hold on because estás tirando capricho, right? But then when when I'm older, now older me can see, like, it's not just about me. You know, like, this man is going to be the father of my kids. Exactly. And when I think back about, like, one of the things I'm grateful for is even though my parents had their thing, my dad was always a good man. Yeah. And even though he messed up and, you know, as a couple they had their thing he never disrespected me or my siblings he was always there for us and he always made sure to keep trying wow yeah and so my dad is also a hurt person because we are um and when i compare him to other dads and stuff and like when i hear people dm me and they're like dude my dad's a piece of shit i'm like well at least my mom picked the right father yeah for her kids exactly you know like even if he you know messed up with her like he was a good dad yeah and you have to kind of think like that like if worse comes to worse is this man gonna be around for me like if we if we get divorced is he gonna be a good dad still and not no me va como reprochar a me you know like hurt the kids because he knows that he's gonna hurt me yeah Mm. wow yeah wow well stacy this I has like been I had like a little therapy session. yes this has Slap. been like one of the greatest podcasts oh, i feel like because i you. feel like yeah i had therapy like there's i feel so cl- <laughs> clear-headed yeah. yeah and guys i want you to know that stacy has a uh, youtube channel i do tiktok instagram a business apodaca jewel so if you guys want to keep hearing her talk like i do because i was like i need to ask you more questions like i I love this i want to hear you talk forever um you can go on her tiktok she gives great and amazing advice let's get her to a million seriously you're almost there oh my god on tiktok 800k let's go let's get stacy d to uh one million on tiktok on tiktok on tiktok no but that's amazing that's a great milestone but if you guys want to keep hearing her advice um she gives a lot of advice on tiktok and i feel like through your vlogs even my I feel like blo- yeah my vlogs are more of my everyday life yes you know but i do drop it here and there yes you know cuando tenemos esas pláticas que nos sanan el corazón yeah you know <laughs> it's like hanging out with a friend like you hang out all day and then somewhere in there you guys have like a little therapy session yeah. so i feel like that's how we feel when i watch your vlogs thank you so definitely check her out on all of that and do not worry i know that you want to hear her talk more so we will have her on again to just get in the near future. Yep. Um, and we will talk more about, you know, toxic relationships and how to love yourself and all of that. But for now, I really, really hope that you guys think about therapy and a better light, I would say. I hope so. I hope if yeah. anything you got out of this vlog, it's that you are not broken for yes. needing help. You are wow. not less than for needing help. And you need people to help you. Yes. And it doesn't make you a worst person for needing it 
Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Very good. Well, thank you so much, Stacy. Not only for, for driving me. all the way over here, but for being on our podcast. Yes. Thank we you appreciate guys. you. You have been phenomenal. Fem- how do you say phenomenal. phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, we're already like in an hour and ten minutes. That went by so freaking fast. Yes. And the last thing that you always ask our guests. Baby. Oh yeah, I always forget. So what's your like life motto? Like that saying that you live by? You already got one. I feel go. like I already know. I feel like I know it yes. too. <laughs> so, okay. So on everything, I always end every single one of my videos with Quierete mucho, respetate mas. Yes. And basic, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, it means love yourself a lot and respect yourself even more. Because yes. I have to go a little bit more into it. When you love something, you take care of it. Yes. But when you respect it, you make sure that nothing happens to it and you carry whatever you respect differently, right? Mm. So I can love you as my partner, but if I respect you, I'm going to make sure I do anything I can to not hurt you. Yes, wow. So do that for yourself. Yes. Quierete mucho, respetate más. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I really hope that you guys have an amazing Friday, whether you're going to work, school, or you're on vacation, because when will this be up, babe? Probably Thanksgiving. Yeah, so happy Black Friday. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, go shop. I'm sure you're going to have go some. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure you're going to have some discounts out there. Yes. So thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. Stacy's information will all be in our description box. And do you have anything else you want to say, babe? Nope. Just have a great Friday, guys. Make it a good one. Uh, we love you. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.